Beth Show. The Matt and Beth Show. So 26, episode 20. 26, episode 26. 26. Yay, episode 26. We got a lot about fathers coming up on the show today. A lot about fathers. Fathers of kids who are trying to raise money. Yes. Fathers, meaning the name father for God. Yes. And some big news in my family. Yes. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you sure? I'm sure. I'm somebody's baby. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I've got a new stepdad. So you remember me back in the day talking about Marv and my mom. They got together and I was wondering if I was going to have a new stepdad. Well, guess what? Yes. My mom texts me that she has some really big news. I put her on speaker and I called. And right before I called, Eden, my daughter, said, I bet she's getting married. And I said, (laughs) you're so nuts. Maybe she's coming to Lincoln. What were the other things oh. I would be thinking? Okay, uh, mom, what are you going to tell me? Oh, Carol's going to be coming out to Lincoln with her. Oh, we're uh, maybe going to visit we're next summer. Sure, getting the carpet clean. Whatever. I mean, whatever. We're getting a puppy. Yes. No, she's getting a husband. She's getting married. My mom's she's getting, getting married. married. My how mom. Old, how, what? We don't talk about women's she age. Uh, she's, I'm going to say my mom's in between 60 to 75. Okay, okay. 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 So I'll give okay. I'll give her a wide range. Mm-hmm. I know how old Marv is. I've been doing a little study on him. Still haven't met the <laughs> man been, though. Have you been Facebook stalking? Does he have Facebook? He doesn't have he a doesn't. Facebook. No. And I found out his last name. I asked my mom if I had to change my name if I wanted him to be my stepdad. She said, "Nah, don't have to do that." I'm like, uh, you have to go through a whole like ugh, formal adoption right, and be right, a whole thing. Right. You ever heard of a 46 year old man getting adopted by a man between 60 and 77? <laughs> Have you met Have you met Marv yet? Nothing. I have nothing on Marv. I haven't uh, even spoke to the man. That's it feels like you should know if he's willing to adopt you or not. Right. Well, then you? is he going to be good to my mom? <laughs> on a serious note, like yes. in the way yes. that my mom talked about it, she wrote me a very long message, mm-hmm. and she said that he loves her so much, and that and he treats her treats well. her well, and this is great for both of them. My mom sounds happy now, and you know something I've always wanted was my mom to have peace, and for mm-hmm. a long time I realized okay. If I could just wish that upon my mom, or if the kids in our life, our family would just stop being so dysfunctional, maybe yeah. my mom could have some peace. But then the realization is you can't rely on outside peace to have internal peace. And so I, I thought about it. I was like, gosh, I hope my mom can get to a point where she could have some peace. Right. And talking to her, she sounds so much happier. She oh, does. She sounds at peace. She, she sounds, sounds complete. I mean, this late in life, finding love. She sounds like she's in love in her it sounds like faith is a big part of it, that they have a faith, a common faith. Yeah. They've known each other yeah. at church for a long time. Yeah. So that's what's cool. He's been there at the church for a long time. She's been at the church for a very long time. And then just in the last year or so, they've been getting closer. And now they're Aww. getting married. Getting Yay! married. Yay! Congratulations. I'm not even in the wedding. <laughs> he didn't ask you to be his ring bearer? No! I mean, come on. How many other stepkids does he have? Me in a little tuxedo? You want to see it? You want to see me in a little tuxedo? Right. That's a big thing. Hi, Carrie. Honey, come here. Real Carrie. quick, before you leave to go to school, what are your thoughts on my mother getting married? I'm happy for her. Aww. All right, me too. Me too. Carrie, you look pretty. Thank you. You're wonderful. Have an amazing day. I love you. More about Bye. fathers coming up. Last week, Matt, you asked such a great question. Do you remember what it was? Uh, crunchy or creamy? No, that was a great question. 
is always a great question, and I'm always open to discuss that. But you asked the question, is God ever referred to as Father in the Old Testament? Right. So in the New Testament, we see a couple times we see him referred to as Abba, which means Father. Is that ever in the Old Testament? I thought that was such a great question. So I went to the Googles. And I spent a little time researching this, but I can't say that this is an exhaustive study because I think that God's name is mentioned in the Old Testament somewhere over 6,000 times. Wow. (laughs) So I did not study each and every time there's a name for God. Okay. So do your own study. I think this would be a great study to do. Like pull open Google, show me everywhere God's name is mentioned, and then just go read that verse and kind of dig into it. See what it means. Look at the context around it. And then maybe a week later, go to the next one. And then in 6,300 and whatever (laughs) weeks, you may have gone through all of them. But in the Old Testament and the New Testament as well, but we see a lot, not a lot, but names had a lot of meaning. There was always a meaning behind a name and it typically referred to like their character, kind of like we talked about last week, but even Eve. Eve means the living, right? Eve was the first, the mother of all the living, right? And so her name means living. Or Abraham literally means father of many nations. Jesus actually means savior. So names held a lot of meaning. People didn't just like throw some letters together and call it somebody's name. So several, a lot in the Old Testament, we see God refer to himself as Yahweh, so specifically when he's relating to people. So when he talks, when he tell, when he makes a covenant with Abraham that you're going to be the father of many, you know, many people, many nations, when he's making that promise, he uses this name Yahweh. Uh, when he's talking to Moses and saying, go to, go to Egypt and bring my people out. I want to rescue them. And he says, who should I say sent me? And God says, I am. And he uses the term I am and Yahweh almost interchangeably sometimes in those stories. And so the word Yahweh means God, but it also comes from the word that means like to be. Like he's the God that just is. He just always has been. He always will be. And so when he uses that term, it's almost like a promise. Like I'm making this covenant with you because I am like, that's who's making this with you. And not only is it who I am, but it's who I will be. I will continue to keep this promise. Mm. So that's the name that we see a lot in the old Testament. We do see father. We, it, it will, it talks a few different times about God being the father of Israel, which if you remember in the old Testament, God, he's the creator of the world, but he has this special people set apart for himself and he is their God. But it, it talks about him being the father of Israel. Now let's fast forward to the new Testament. When Jesus comes, he came to earth, he died. He was the ultimate sacrifice. He ultimately paid all the penalty for our sins not just God's people, but when Jesus died, it opened the doorway. It opened any wall, any barrier keeping us from getting to God is now opened and everyone can come freely to him because of what Jesus did for us. So that's what the New Testament is all about. It's not just God's people anymore. It's all people are welcomed in. So there are three times in the New Testament where it uses the term Ava. Two of the three are Paul referring to being sons and daughters of God, meaning 
everybody. So that word is so important because it meant it doesn't matter what what genealogy you come from and what nation you're dis- a descendant of. When God says my people, now everybody is invited in. So two of those three times refer to him as God, and it it's for those who believe in him. Now you're brought into the family, and yeah. you can call him Father. The other one is Jesus praying right before he dies, and he's saying, God, if at all possible, will you take this cup from me, but not my will, but yours be done. And so there's this reverence. He calls him Father, but it's in this acknowledgement of who he is and the power he holds. And because I hold you in such high esteem and awe, I'm willing to do whatever your will is. It's not what my will is. It's yours. So in the past, I've heard this term Abba and, you know, it's it's like daddy. And I, I do think it's a very a familiar, a very intimate, a term that you would use for father, but I think it holds an element of reverence because Jesus, when he talks to God, and Jesus is as close to God as you can get, but when Jesus talks to God, he uses this term, but there's still a reverence that goes with it. And I think Paul does the same thing those other two times when he's talking about being brought into God's family and the Holy Spirit inside of us cries out, Abba, we cry out, Father. I think there's a holy reverence there too. It's not just about being close to God, which thank God we can be, right? Thank God for Jesus that we have access to the creator of the universe. But I think he's saying it with a holy reverence. And I think we should too. We should never lose sight of the fact that, yes, He's God is my, my friend. Yes, he's near to me when I need him, but He's also the God of the universe, and I ought to hold that in such respect. I, I ought to be filled with awe and filled with respect that the God of the universe would invite me into his family and let me call him dad. Like, I don't want to lose sight of that. Mm. I don't want to get so familiar with him. And I'm like, sup, dad? <laughs> All right. Right? Right, right? No, but like, you are my father. And thousands of years ago, people couldn't say that. Yeah but I can. And I'm just so grateful. I'm just so grateful for Jesus. So thank you, Matt, for bringing that question up. I think it's good for us to study that. I think, again, like I said, it challenged me to study deeper. Now, when I see God being called anything in the Old Testament, I want to know what it is um, because I do know him as father, but I think as we grow in our walk with him, we learn him as our provider, him as our healer, him as, as, you know, the same yesterday, today, and forever. So I think that's a good challenge. When you see God's name in the Bible, look deeper, see what it means, and I think we'll have a, a richer, fuller understanding of him and the Word. You're listening to Matt and my mom. This is the Matt and the show. Okay, okay. So have you ever had a wham-bam meal in a pan? I have. What? Like blue cheese meatballs or something? Uh, meatballs and blue cheese sauce? Really? For Bruh. real? <laughs> it was so good. We had it when we were remodeling our kitchen. Let's go! So the whole <laughs> living room, you were there. That You saw my, my kitchen remodel yeah, yeah, yeah. and the yeah. fridge is in the living room. Yeah, and yeah, absolutely. All the pantry is underneath a tarp on the table. We literally sat on the floor like animals eating our... <laughs> meatballs. Blue cheese meatballs with like garlic mashed potatoes. Mm. I mean, we were eating... 
we were feasting like kings mm, on the floor in the middle of the dirt and chaos. That's all right. Aaron Young, chef a chef, and that's how he eats, and that's how we eat when we eat what he's cooking up. It's cool. Mm. I don't know how it tastes so fresh so and so good. good, like it just came out of the oven from home. And that's the thing is that his thought was, man, I want to have a home-cooked meal that's not like pizza, or if I'm ordering out, right. get a sandwich. And I know with DoorDash and stuff like that, but when you look at the delivery fees right. and the tip fees and the driving fees and the we made this fees, you have a sandwich that now costs you 45 bucks. Yeah. But you can affordably feed your entire family with Wham Bam Meal in a Pan. It's pretty awesome. And it's not just like, oh, that's good food or that's inexpensive food. It's pretty all right. His food is so good. It just is. It's just so good. Do yourself a favor. Order Wham Bam Meal in a Pan. Visit whambammealinapan.com. <laughs> You're listening to the Matt and Beth Show. So there's 30, 30, 30 days, 31 days in September and October. 30 days in September, 31 in October. How's the song Don't you go? know this song? Uh-uh. 30 days, half September, April, June, and November. When short February's done, all the rest have 31. One more time, please. <laughs> I'm not going to sing it again. <laughs> you sing it. I don't know the lyrics. You don't know I'll it? I'll sing along harmonize with you. Oh, I doubt that. I don't know how to harmonize. Maybe I know. We can learn. That's we why can I learn. doubt it. Okay, so here we go. 30 days, half. 30 days, half. 30 days, half September, April, June, and November. When short February's done. All the rest have 31. Thank you. I'll never forget. So what is harmonizing versus uh, pitching? Well, when we match pitch, pitch we're singing the same, same thing. 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 You just matched my pitch. 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 Okay. Harmonize. That's harmonizing. Okay. Harmonize. You sing, no, you sing a note a little bit lower, please. Harmonize. 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 That's all the notes we could be singing all together at the same time. Thank you for the lesson. Can you put them all over on top of each other? Like yeah. If, if I do. If you do. Uh. uh yeah, you have to stay on the same note. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. You just pretty good. It's pretty good. We're singers. <laughs> and here's another wonderful father, Madit, joining the show. We'll talk about his fundraiser. Madit, thank you, sir. Hello, 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 hello. There he is. <laughs> and Madit, I got a quick question for you. Yes, sir. Accent. You sound like where are you from, Kansas? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Kansas, uh, right down the street from here. <laughs> <laughs> really, where are you from? Where are you from? Uh, uh, I was born in South Sudan, Africa. Okay. Um, but Lincoln, Nebraska is home for us. How long have you been here? We've been in Nebraska for, well, early 2000s is when oh, we officially made you're it. you're getting to, to 20 years. Yeah. And you say home. we, meaning who? Me, mom, um, and my siblings. Okay. So what's the story on that? Why Nebraska? Why'd you come here? Um, so my mom have six kids. Um, I'm, a, I'm a twin. I have a twin brother. And so it was me, my twin, and my sister, who's right under us. My mom left us with, with, with our dad and then started the journey of trying to make it to the United States. Wow. But she stopped in Syria, and she was in Syria for roughly about six months. And then after six months, she was like, I need my kids. I need to see my kids. And so then we started the process of, you know, she started to find people to come and see us. And a family member came and saw us and pretty much was like, hey, 
your your kids don't look good. Um, you need to get them as soon as possible. And she's like, well, what do you mean? I'm I'm sending stuff. I'm you know giving their dad money and everything else. And so he pretty much put us on the back burner. and was like, I don't need you guys. I have other families. Yeah, sad, but dad did. Dad did. Yep, wow. yep. So, um, so yeah, it, it it's sad, but honestly, I think it was a blessing because my mom realized what was important at that moment, and it was, of course, her kids. And so she did everything in her power to pretty much get us to her. Um, as soon as she started seeing what was going on and how pretty much uh, how I looked malnutrition she was like i need them so right away within within probably i would say a week we were back with her <sighs> and it was probably before that it was probably about six months i would say before you saw mom before i saw mom yep. mama's love yep 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 so so mom was excited and then ever since then we haven't been separated from mom oh. and, and so we were we landed in syria we were in syria for maybe about a month or two and then we, um, my mom actually under the table, my mom was doing work to start. Um, cause my mom, my mom is a, you know, she's, she's always been in church. Um, she's a follower of Christ. And so, um, we started the process of, she's, uh, was working with the church in Baltimore, Maryland. And so, um, they started the process of getting us there. And within, within probably, I would say a couple months, we were in Baltimore, Maryland, made it into a whole, made it into from what I, from what it felt like it was a hotel, mm -hmm. but it was an apartment complex, but fully furnished. So, you know, again, God is good. <laughs> uh, no matter, no matter what we're going through, God is good, you know? So, um, so yeah, we made it to this apartment complex, fully furnished. And then next morning we woke up. And there was, uh, I would say, probably three moving trucks full with everything that we needed to pretty much get up, you know, and on the right foot. And, yeah, so we made it in Maryland. We were in Maryland for a little bit, and then we officially made it to Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, my mom was like, all right, well, we're going to Lincoln. So, and ever since then, we've been in Lincoln. So where's mom now? Mom is here still. Awesome. Mom is here. Yep. I want to meet your mom. <laughs> mom. Mom is an uh, amazing lady. She's uh, she's works 15,000 jobs. I don't mm -hmm. know how. Um, and still really provide for all her kids no matter what she needs to do. So, yeah. So cool. <laughs> Madit, thanks for being a part of the show. We want to continue to support you and your son, Isaiah, in the walk for Down syndrome research. If you have any metal lying around your house, any old furniture that has metal, an old freezer, a washing machine, Madit will come pick it up, take it to the recycling center, and all the proceeds go straight to Down syndrome research. We want to support Isaiah and your family. You can call NE Curbside at 402. 217-5798 or visit necurbside.com for more information. Uh, do, do you think in, in an accent? <laughs> do you? If I hear people talk, what well, uh, when I talk <laughs> Do other people like people with an accent think in an accent? I don't know. Oh, have an accent. Like when in their heads they're going Y'all, you know, yeah. do they think yeah you probably hear your own voice don't you don't you hear your own voice when you talk to yourself is your head quiet sometimes here's what i thought about is your head ever quiet never it's that's never it's been. never never quiet even i mean literally never so i thought about this as you were standing up at uh church and i thought about your head for a minute because i was like i wonder what beth's thinking <laughs> i did i was like yeah if you're like, 
Did so, I put that stuff in the dryer? Or did I? So it's not enough that your brain is going, but now you're thinking about what's going on in everybody else's brain at the same time. Yeah. That's a heavy load to carry. It's not a cross I want to bear. <laughs> okay. Where is it? Where is she? Is it blasphemy to give your Bible a name? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's blasphemy, but I don't think. Where'd she go? The, <laughs> it already has a name. Oh, it's called the Bible. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Right, never mind. <laughs> Matt, have you started your paper Bible challenge yet? You know what? I haven't. It's not October yet. No, it's not. But I got a few more days to get readers. And you know what, though? Mm-hmm. So you're not going to get a bigger Bible, bigger word Bible? No. You're going to stick with the one you got? Yeah. Okay, I love fine. the one I okay. have. I'm, I'm sure you do. I'm going to put glasses on so I can read it. You know what? People love driving, too, but at some point, they can't drive anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> so if you get a bigger Bible with bigger letters, I'm not going to. Wait, 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 wait. Could you rewind, please? Yes. If people can't drive because they can't see, yeah. what if they made the windshield like a magnifying glass. Like, could you get a prescription on your windshield to help you see? It's our ticket out. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's the smartest thing I've ever heard in my life. Okay, back to the holy word of God. So no, I haven't. Let me tell you yes. this. Is I think it's going to be a bit of a struggle. Yeah. You know why? Why? It's because finding things in the Bible with your app is so much easier. It's and true. searching, even with the U version, you can go, oh, anxiety. And it'll pull up all of the places you okay. can find about anxiety or calming yourself yes. or whatever it is. This is a whole different thing. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just so different that I didn't realize how different it would be. So this yeah. is going to be good. This is going to be good it, for me. Not, not only just be to be in having the paper Bible, and, but to be able to navigate through it a little bit better. Yes. Yeah. Now, your Bible, I wish we had it in here so we could see it. Does it have the concordance at the back? Do you know about this? One more time, concordance? concordance. What is that? Is that that big plane that has the, the funny right nose word. at the front? <laughs> is that showing me where everything is? Yes. I think what it has is the little uh, little things that'll say like Matthew, maybe it says M-A, and then has like a little, you want me to grab my Bible? Yes. Okay, I'll be yes, I do. They call these things, huh? These aren't these aren't the accordions, are they? Okay, okay. No, those are the tabs, Matt. But look way in the back. Is there a lot of Bibles have a concordance? They have maps in the back, so you can kind of see everything. Oh yeah. Right before that, it'll have. I hope your Bible does. Yeah, but you know, is it like it, cheating? It, Am I a cheating no, Christian if I use a concordance? <laughs> now you're making me doubt what is the actual word i don't think you have one I have one okay find another bible in your house oh. and look a lot of them have you know like in a like a dictionary you look up a word and it tells you the meaning of the word uh, they have it looks like a dictionary listed in the back but you look up the word anxiety and it will show you verses that have that word in it that's cool so it's not always exhaustive like it's not going to be every verse that has the word peace in it right but several so i bet there's another paper bible in this house that has that so does that mean you're doing a double paper bible challenge because you're reading it here but you're looking it up there i think that if i no that's fine right that's okay as long as i'm not looking it up i i think though if i google something that i want to read and then i get my paper bible that's all right you know what i'm saying yes now 
in general, I think it's a good idea to have a reading plan and not just wake up today. And I just, I just feel like reading about this because sometimes I need to hear things. I don't feel like hearing. Do you know what I mean? So I would recommend picking something that you are going to read for 30 days. The book of Proverbs has 31 chapters. You could read one book one chapter of Proverbs every single day of the month of October because there are 31 days. So have a plan, have something specific you're going to read. Otherwise, it feels a little bit like I'm just going to pick and choose what sounds fun to me. And usually that'll either end in uh, you just not doing anything or maybe inconsistently reading your Bible. Yeah. The reason I know that is because that's what happens with me. That's what happens, sure. I think that's a great idea. So paper Bible challenge. We're not reading it on our devices for the month of October. We're reading the actual paper word. If you don't have a Bible, if you do not have a paper Bible, will you email us at the Matt and Beth show at gmail.com? We would love to make sure and get one in your hands so you can do this challenge with us. It's probably only going to be a 10 font, not a 64 like this one. <laughs> you have to also send your eye prescription so we know which size font to send you. <laughs> Hashtag the paper Bible challenge. I need some good news, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me. Your wrap up is brought to you by Trinity Chiropractic, Dr. Bo and his entire crew at Trinity Chiropractic. 31st to know, you can visit them online at trinitychiro.com. Here's Beth with your wrap up. Well, there are so many names for God, and I love so many of them, but my favorite is. Father, the fact that we get to call God Father. The Bible says, to all who have received him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. So if you believe in God, that he created you for a relationship with him, you've begun that walk with him, the truth is you are his child. But we don't always feel like that. Sometimes we feel like we're doing the right things out of obligation, or sometimes we don't feel as valued as the Bible says we are. And I just want to encourage you with this Bible verse today. It's from Romans chapter 8, verse 14. It says, The mature children of God are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. You did not receive the spirit of religious duty, leading you back into the fear of never being good enough. Mm. But you have received the spirit of full acceptance, enfolding you into the family of God. And you will never feel orphaned, for as he rises up within us, our spirits join him in saying the words of tender affection, beloved Father. For the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood real to us as he whispers into our innermost being, you are God's beloved child. Just a reminder today, whether you feel it or not, you are God's beloved child. And if you need anything, all you have to do is say, Father, I need you, and he's there. I'm Beth, and that's your wrap-up. I need some good news, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me. We love fall at Crossroads Church. We love spending time with family, and so we have created an event called Family Fest. We do it every year, and it's a free fall event for your family. Come on out on Saturday, October 14th. We will have hay rack rides, free pumpkins, free food, giant maze, inflatables, all kinds of activities for your family, and it's all completely free. So you can register online at lincolncrossroads.com. You can visit our Facebook page, get all the info, pre-register, plan on coming out to Family Fest on October 14th.